You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well Daggum, I learned something today. Thanks to everybody for tuning in and being a part. Uh, thanks for following us on the social medias of at Well Daggum Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, for all those out there that I'm connected with through Castwork Industries, I uh, really appreciate you guys being a part uh, and keep joining in and uh, getting another podcast to join in with us. It's a it's a great platform to help get our voices out there to the masses. Or at least the tens of twelves of others. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks for everybody for keeping up with us with our sober October. This is going to be week two, I reckon, of uh, exercises and trying to be a little healthier at life for the month. Getting uh, what was I got twelve miles in one day last week. Uh, yeah, I got a getting a lot going on. But today I've slacked off. I'm so sore. Pulled a hammy. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on. But um, uh, keep up with us and try to keep doing your own point scale out there. Uh, every mile you get's a point. Uh, and if you do 300 reps of body weight exercises, that's a point. So keep up with your points for the month. And uh, we'll see what you can compare to as far as us that are trying to dive into it real hard. So remember to be a part of that. And get out there and rate and review. If you're on iTunes and other platforms, if they have a possibility of rating and some sort of that, we've got a few new reviews. I do appreciate you uh, folks out there that are saying some stuff. Some are funny and some are serious, and mostly are just funny. But uh, get out there and rate and review. It helps other people to find out about the podcast and doesn't really do a lot other than make me feel a little better to see some more views or more listens out there. So appreciate everybody for being a part of that. Other than that, uh, tonight, via the internets and the interwebs, uh, we have my good friend Booker on the show. How you doing, Booker? I'm good. That's good, man. Uh, for those of you that listen quite a bit, you'll know Booker. He's been on here quite a few times. Good friend that I've had from Bible College. Uh, we've He's from uh, Eastern Kentucky as well, so we hit it off as good buddies. and We've just hung on in there like a hair in a biscuit and... Uh, kept up with each other otherwise so uh, we were just chit-chatting a little bit and we decided to start recording and and just talk about a few things that are going on in our lives or in our minds and that's a dangerous place to be but uh <laughs> but what's been going on for you lately booker not much the same old trying to stay out of trouble trying stay busy yeah trying trying not to get parents mad at you for taking care of their children and whatnot parents don't care anymore <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but now freddie and i sometimes were talking I wonder, though. Sometimes I <laughs> now booker and i we were talking sorry i said freddie there that's his that's his real name but we all call him booker um now booker and i were talking a little bit before we started recording here about uh music uh, we're we're both big music fans, and uh, the music in my life I know has taken quite a hit since the podcast world really got a hold of me, because uh, it's like you can only do one thing at a time almost. You can either listen to audio books for a while, or you can listen to podcasts for a while, or you'll get into music and start to feel good again and get that stuff in your soul. Um, 
but we were kind of hitting around at some of the stuff that we like. Uh, Booker used to get me into stuff that I never imagined, uh, being two old country rednecks and such. We, uh, we listened to quite a bit of heavy metal when we hung out with each other. Booker was, uh, I thought, I thought everybody, I was, I don't know. I just thought everybody liked it. <laughs> but that's not the truth. <laughs> I really do like it myself, but I know you found that out since marriage and having kids that it's, it's not the same that's with like, everybody. It's like heavy metal is like L8. <laughs> you either love it or you hate it. <laughs> now L8's a quiet. native Kentucky drink of, uh, Basically, a ginger ale with caffeine in it. Uh, it's just a native to Kentucky, and you don't find it many other places. Oh, it's, it's really good. It's really good cold, like ice cold in the summer. Yeah. It's got that good crisp we, taste to it. Cause what we used to do when we were little, we'd play in the creek. The creek we played in, there's a, like a tire stuck in the bank. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do it all the time. We didn't do it all the time with L8, but we'd put like, you know, whatever... Because when I was little, you still bought, you know, still, I was born in 81. Yeah. So you still, most of the pop was still in a glass bottle when I was a kid. Yeah. So we'd get a couple of them and shove them down in that tire in the water. And they'd get nice and cold from the water flowing through. Yeah, we'd do the L8 and, you know, whatever other pop. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, nothing like an old tire stuck in the creek bank. (laughs) (laughs) It came in handy. See, we were born, we were born, I honestly think being born early 80s, late 70s. Yeah. Well, early 70s too for people that are about 10 years over me. It's really, you you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Because I can remember, I remember playing with cigarette machines. And yeah. <laughs> I remember cigarette, you know, all kinds of cool things. That, I remember the cigarette machine at Shoney's over in uh, Paintsville. And we'd be there as a kid, and, and I was and like, "Shoney's, you remember a Shoney's?" Yeah, that's that's enough in itself, right there. I remember Jeff Fox for the advertising for him. I don't know when's the last time I even seen a Shoney's. <laughs> there ain't many of them left. I think no. there's still one in Grayson, Grayson, Kentucky. I'm pretty sure, anyway. I haven't been through Grayson in a while. That, that's how I travel to go visit family when I go. So I, I go through there from time to time. Not as often as I should, but I, I travel through there from time to time. But, uh, and, but, yeah. but yeah, we were talking about some, uh, some music. That's the, the key point that I was getting back to there a little bit. But, uh, the 80s had really good music too. Now, 80s did. 80s had some classic stuff. But, but, you know, I say, I say it's good stuff, but I wonder if it's just because we grew up in that time period and it was stuff that we heard from the first time that, that made more of an impact on us at a young age or if it was actually just good. <laughs> Just good because even the country music in the 80s is really good. Now, Alabama, any, remember Sawyer Brown? <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Any, anytime an 80s country song comes on or early 90s, I, I end up knowing all the words without realizing it. <laughs> Keith Whitley, I remember when he died. Keith Whitley, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a good Eastern Kentucky boy. There's a bunch of those Eastern Kentucky boys that are getting into the music yeah. biz now. Kid, my favorite. I think my favorite country song when I was a little kid was uh, Dwight Yoakam and Buck Owens. Oh, Buck Owens! The, wow, I've not the, heard of him in a long time. Of, the streets of Bakersfield. Remember that song? <clears throat> yep. That was my favorite one when I was a kid. <laughs> but now you were talking about before we started recording there too. Um, uh, one of our money. Eddie Money, one of our music Four legends that passed away here uh, just this past month. 
Because I, I don't think any, I, you know how like there's just songs you hear and it gives you goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Any money does it. Any money does it for me. <clears throat> I thank them in love. That's a good one. Two tickets <laughs> to paradise. Yeah. It's ones that people take, probably know that they don't realize that Eddie Money sang. Take me home tonight. Take me Shaking. home tonight. Um, I want to go, or take me back, or I want to go back. I can't remember or something like if you go back like when you're younger and stuff. Yeah. He's got a lot of good songs. Yeah. yeah. After he died, I started. I've always liked him. But after he's most times celebrity dies, it's sad for their family and stuff. But I don't, you know, I don't know him, so it's no, 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 no hair off your but back. Eddie Money was one. Eddie Money was like, you knew it sucked when Eddie Money. You're trying to find out where the memoriam was so you can go visit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was wanting the, the guy the the guy from uh, Don Beck Daryl that played lead guitar for Pantera. Oh yeah. I was up in, I was up in Columbus last year, and I was gonna go toward the place he got shot doing a concert. He got and shot doing a concert, and I see I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, he was in a band like Pantera broke up. Yeah. And there there's battles like that. I don't know if that's ever gonna break again. But his bro, him and his brother. Can you fix your mic for me a little bit? You're you're cutting out just a little bit. Probably laying on it. There you go. That's better. Yeah, but he uh, there, he was in a band called Damage Plan. Can't remember the lead singer for Damage Plan's name, but the <laughs> bass player they called him Bobzilla. Bobzilla. And their very words was because you always have to have a monster on the bass. <laughs> so <laughs> hence Bobzilla. <laughs> Now, now, for those of you listening, I just want to point this out, as you've already realized, Freddie, or Booker, has just a deep knowledge of old music. We used to, uh, and I might have said this on the podcast before, but I used to go over to his house to hang out, and he would turn on, and I guess they probably still have this on the satellite dish, they have channels that are basically radio, but they'll put up there who the artist is, and what the music is, the name of the album, and all that stuff. And he used to sit there without looking at the TV and try to say who the artist was, what the album was, and what the song was. <laughs> and would be right the majority of the time. <laughs> but, you, you, but were, have, you know who Eddie Trunk... Have you ever listened to Eddie Trunk? Eddie Trunk? Eddie Trunk. Oh, like Eddie Trunk. Like a car's got a trunk. No, no. I've he's never. a radio host. He's got a podcast, but he's real big in the... He's probably in his 50s now. He's just, you know, heavy set guy that likes music. But he's, I would kind of like, I would like to be like him because you ask him, oh, who filled in and played the lead guitar in this song back in 1977 for this for this metal group or something from 77? And he could tell you, um, oh, it's so-and-so because this guy, you know, he could tell you who played instruments. Oh, jeez. And stuff. That's crazy. But he's he's very he's very knowledgeable. Shoot, you blow my mind. I couldn't imagine yeah. listening to that fella. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was because I remember. I think I think uh, I think we're still in Bible college because um, 
I don't know if I'm allowed to tell people's names on there, but you know an extremely tall guy named Tom who had... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I remember a tall guy named Tom, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was from Columbus, and his house wasn't that far from the club that some guy walked in and just started popping off shots. Oh, wow. And, and killed Don back, and, and Tom wasn't didn't live that far... Or his, he didn't live that far from that club. Yeah. Because I remember telling Tom about it, because Tom, we're in Bible college, was like... You like heavy metal, yeah. But as far as like metal heads, there's yeah. three of us up there. <laughs> <laughs> so and went, he I was one of me, Tom, and uh, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. I tell you a good Jeremy story. There's a heavy metal group, and you know there's good there's Christian metal and all that. Yeah. But Jeremy was wearing there's a a metal band called Arch Enemy. Yeah. And they're not they're not Christian. But, um, but they're good. They're, they're, yeah, they're, but he had an arch, and he had a he'd wear an arch enemy shirt, and it said the wages of sin of it, because that was a, that was like the CD. There's one of their CDs that named one of their CDs. Yeah, and Jeremy would wear it around because it didn't look. It just had really cool writing and some weird artwork on it but yeah. it said arch enemy wages of sin so everybody we're at bible college everybody thought oh that's a that's a christian t-shirt oh that's, yeah it must be a christian metal band yeah okay but me and Jer- <laughs> jeremy and i do better <laughs> you just wink at him and he'd start laughing like yeah i know and i you don't know want really got me started on heavy metal what's that it was christian the christian music who who was the first band that got you into it uh, a band called Bride from Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> they were like a Christian. They're harder than Guns N' Roses. Yeah. But that's like the, his, the guy that sunk, he sounded like a guy from Guns N' Roses. Oh, what's his name? Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses. Yeah. But the music was harder. And then, but they're a Christian group. Right. And then, I was, I was a person that always read the liner notes and things. Yeah. And the th- you know the thank yous and read all the words of the songs. Yeah, because you had to have all that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd sit and follow along. I, I was, I was, a, I was, a, I guess you'd call me nerd. I, if, I don't, I'm called nerd for this. Yeah. But I would sit and read, listen to all the songs all the way through. I, I don't know if anybody's read, used that term, but yeah, you were a metal nerd for sure. And read and read through the lyrics <laughs> as they went, and I like catching things. Oh. They recorded this, but the you know liner notes say this. This is back when when I first started listening to stuff. I was fifth, sixth grade, so yeah. Yeah, I still listened to the tapes. Right. Do you remember? Did you ever have a Walkman? Oh yeah, the man. Started when the battery started going dead, it would start getting really slow. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I had I had quite a few mixtapes pulled together. I had my friend made me a mixtape of a bunch of Mariah Carey. <laughs> did you know he was making it of mariah carey or were you asking for that everybody like mariah carey. i was the seventh eighth grade you didn't care when you know hey, you don't care yeah. yeah i like i like the harder music then but yeah i listen i but, listen to all kinds of stuff but good music's good music either way yeah yeah heavy money you can't beat that stuff no that's the truth and hollow notes hollow notes is really good Man eater. Yep. He's a man eater. He'll cheat. Lady, she's a man eater. He'll yeah, cheat. This she'll lady, cheat this lady up here where I live, she's got a little boy in preschool, and he went to the music class in preschool. And you know, 
I don't know if it's politically incorrect or not. There's a song <laughs> called Black Betty by Ram Jam. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Is it the Black Betty, Wham Blam, oh, Ooh, Black, Black Betty? Betty. Yeah. yeah. That teacher's like, what song do you guys want to listen to today? And that little boy said, do you have Black Betty? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I do. <laughs> right here. But getting back to what got me into like a lot of metal, was yeah. you'd read the thank yous, and this Christian band was like, I would like to thank, to, th- give a thank you to my influences, and then say Pantera and Metallica and Megadeth and stuff like that. Right. Like, hey, if these guys can listen to it, why can't I? Yeah. So that's what got me listening to stuff that wasn't Christian. Well, that's cool. Not everything's not everything's worth listening to, but some of the stuff that they. Some of it is worth listening to. Yeah. I guess. Well, and you find albums like that that just really get you going. Uh, the one that I, I didn't, I wasn't, had a lot of influence like where we grew up or whatever, but when I would come visit my guys up here in Northern Kentucky and stuff, they had such a wide variety of uh, different kinds of tunes and stuff like that. Uh, Matt and my buddy Tyler. Uh, but they would get me in a lot of rock and metal and punk rock and stuff like that. And one, uh, one album they turned me on to was Wooden Heart by Listener. You ever heard of Listener? I've never heard of it. I, I need to send you a link to it. But, uh, if you haven't heard it out there, you all need to check it out too. It's a spoken word, uh, kind of poetry song writing type deal. So, so the guy's not really singing any kind of harmony or he's not singing, singing any kind of pitches, but he's just like, there was one time I was walking down the river and just like William Shatner stuff. Yeah. It's like William Shatner stuff, but with some good, good beat and good music to it. And man, every time we'd get together to go camping, we would always have to throw some of the listener on. Uh, but now not all of listener stuff was good. He had some early albums that just were kind of trash where he tried to sing that just weren't very good. But when he did that one spoken word or spoken, yeah, it's called spoken word. Uh, kind of music it was really good the whole album was all like that um which kind of brings me into what we were talking about before the show here uh a new well, kind of a new guy he's been around for a minute but he's got a new album out that's really blowing up to, on some of the top of the charts and stuff like that but that hobo johnson he uh he does the same spoken word it sounds just like what listener used to do for that one album anyway it, see like i don't I don't really, if I'm going to sit down and just want to listen to music, yeah. I wouldn't sit down and listen to him. Right. But I've listened to him because I think he's funny. Yeah. I think he's, I think it's, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. He's taking a whole new, taking a whole new look on it compared to what most music does. In which there's so many people out there making music now with the, via the internet and stuff like that. Anybody can put out an album of stuff that, you know, sometimes you're going to like it and sometimes you're not. But that's how a lot of artists are getting big right now. It's just putting stuff out there for free on like SoundCloud and stuff, and then blowing up with it. What is it Chance the Rapper? Yeah, and, he didn't. He hasn't like he won a Grammy and everything, and every every bit of his stuff is digital. Yeah, and then uh, who's the big one now with all the face tattoos? Um, Post Malone. Post Malone. He did the same thing. He was creating his own Super stuff. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden now he's one of the biggest artists you've ever seen. Probably got hot dog tattoos on his face. I don't know. He's, he's crazy. 
But yeah, it's... Why would you want to get face tattoos? Eh, why not, man? Was Mike Tyson like the first person to really get... I know people had face tattoos before Mike Tyson. Right. Like the first real famous person to have them. Would that be Mike Tyson? I, that, from what I can think of, besides, uh, besides uh, Ma- Manson... <laughs> with his uh, Which, uh, the the Charles Man- Manson, Charles Manson, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm such a metalhead that when you say Manson, my first thought is it's Marilyn. Marilyn Manson. But I never did listen like a lot of his or listen to a lot of his. Well, stuff. Charles Manson, he had the tattoo right on in the middle of his forehead. Was it a swastika? Was it a swastika? Yeah, 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 I think it was. Yeah, so he might have got it kicked off before Tyson. Did he died. He's still alive. You know, I'm not really sure. There's a lot of documentaries about him and stuff, but I'm not really sure. You need sure. a Jamie to Google this stuff. <laughs> like on, on, because Joe Rogan is Jamie. Yeah. On Kentucky Sports Radio, it's Shannon the Dude. Shannon the Dude. He's the guy that looks he's everything the one up. That, yeah, he's the one that he looks about everything up. So. But hey, man, thanks for bringing up them last time, too. That got us a listener that actually is from eastern Kentucky that lives up where you're neck of the woods now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name now. I had it there. He started following either. me on social media and and subscribed and stuff like that. So I appreciate oh. whatever your name is, dude. I appreciate you for listening. But uh, I honestly think Kentucky Sports Radio. It's probably right. That's probably my favorite. It's my favorite pod. It's actually a radio show, but it's my favorite podcast. Yeah, because I love Kentucky football and I love Kentucky basketball. So they touch on that stuff. They'll right. talk about that. Yeah, but they talk about so much more stuff than that. Go right. off on wild tangents. Yeah. Well, I know when you uh, when you called into him and brought it brought up the Well Dad Gum podcast, I had like at least three or four people call me to be like, "Dude, I just heard about you on Kentucky Sports Radio." <laughs> and they they travel the great Commonwealth of Kentucky. Yeah. Like they'll be at some little you know some little some little restaurant in Wayne County, or you know they've been. Re- They've been to the Mexican. I lived in Harlan County. They they was at the Mexican restaurant in Harlan County. <laughs> when those when those black when those black jewel miners were protesting on that. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. On the railroad tracks. Yeah. They were going to try to do a live, a live show from there, but they couldn't. They couldn't get a good enough signal there, so they had to go to the <laughs> library in Cumberland. But they're all over. I guarantee you, they've been someplace in Martin County. Oh yeah, I'm sure they have. The guy that. That, that Matt Jones is on it. He's tour. He's going to every county right now. That's crazy. So he will eventually be in Martin County. And in Kentucky's got the most county seats out of any state it, in the union. I reckon. Got, <laughs> is it 120 or 100? I, it's it's at least 120 counties. In yeah, uh, it's like 126, maybe something like that. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. It's hard to say. Uh, if we had a Jamie, we could have him look it up. I'm from Bloody Breathitt, and then I lived in Bloody Harlan. So. <laughs> There's a lot of bloody we, bloody ones, aren't there? <laughs> yeah. They, I watched uh, I watched something on about the tug port on YouTube the other day. Oh, really? It showed up on videos I might like. It was some guys. They were just floating in kayaks down the tug port fishing yeah. and talking about the. Well, they were actually in Pike County. And what? Is it? Mean, what is it? Mingo County, West Virginia? Uh, I lost your I lost your mic there again. Mingo County, it, you said? Yeah. yeah. It, that's on one side, and Pike County's on the other side. That's, and they are just talking about the Hatfield and McCoy feuds. Oh, Wild yeah, that's right. And that's right where it was at, yeah. Now, now that's funny that uh, if you keep on the tug, and it rides down into uh, the Big Sandy, or what is it, Three Rivers? Three Rivers runs into a one river type deal to turn into the Big Sandy. 
and then does that go into Ohio River? Uh, yeah, it flows to the Ohio, yeah. Which is weird because it flows north, but it's downriver. It was always an interesting mm-hmm. thing. Does it does it go into Ohio River there in Ashland, or where's it go to Ohio River? I don't uh, know. It, it's yeah, it's around Ashland there because yeah. just above Ashland, you're going into Ohio there. Because it, it borders with West Virginia, Ohio, and Kentucky as it goes yeah. up through there. You know that? I know this is off where we started talking. <laughs> I think everything on here is off from where we started. Last summer, <laughs> last summer we crossed. We went to Ashland. Yeah. We were going to Columbus, but we were living in Harlan County, so we that's the closest way to go up. Six forty-five. Uh, well, to go up or through where we were in, where we were in Harlan. Yeah, my little boy, my little boy, he's at a he's at a week he's at a week long camp in Knott County, Kentucky. Yeah, um, in, uh, really nice camp called Camp Nathaniel in Molina, Kentucky. Yeah, real pretty place. So the quickest way to get to Columbus from there was to go, you know, like Pressburg, Paintsville, and then on up to Ashland. Yeah, twenty three, and then that southern part of Ohio there, or is it Portsmouth, Portsmouth, or something? Por- Portsmouth, yeah, yeah. It's real pretty around through there. Yeah, I'd never, I'd you know, I don't, think, I don't know if, if I'd been there before. I never paid attention. Right. But I was driving then, so if I went to do, if I'd been there before, I think I probably had I was probably asleep or just goofing around. Yeah. But where I was driving, man, it's beautiful through there. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool spot up in there. I used to travel through there quite a bit, um, going up into Ohio and just other parts of Kentucky up that way. But now that's. Uh, it's rough when you're going through the Ashland area there with all the chemical plants going on and stuff like that. You know, when you're going through Ashland by all those chemical plants that you see alongside the highway and stuff like that, if it snows, the snow melts before it hits the ground. I've never been through there, but <laughs> Well, if you went up through and went to Portsmouth on 23 there, you, you kind of go right through it. Yeah, because the river's on the other side of those, right. those plants or whatever. Yeah. And I reckon they're shutting a bunch of them down with the whole clean power movement and all that different stuff and just the pollution that's coming out of them, I, I guess. I think some of them got converted to natural gas. No, that, that were, was the coal you know, plant. Yeah, that was yeah. the coal plant. That's the reason the, the mines took such a big hit because they took away the closest resource to sell their coal to to produce electricity. But yeah, they converted over to natural gas. But anyway... Yeah. And like where you live, you go out in the country where you live up there, northern Kentucky, it's pretty up to there too. Yeah. Now there's still Have some you, there's still some coal plants up here in the northern Kentucky area. I know you still see a lot of coal barges crossing right. the river there. Yeah, there there's still there's still some plants that are pumping it through. Crossing the river there in Louisville. I know last time I went through there, Louisville to Indiana, I saw quite a few coal barges. Yeah. And then going across the river there, well anywhere you go across the St. The Mississippi River, like uh, coal barges. Interesting fact about those coal barges: there is a uh, a local spot up here in uh, in a little town nearby called Ludlow, um, right on the river there. I always call it the Turkey Creek where I'm from. It's the Turkey Creek of Northern Kentucky uh, to me. <laughs> Just a little small <laughs> town where everybody knows everybody. But uh, they have a little bar. Uh, it was a floating barge, but they had a bar where you could. They would grill out some nights where you pick your raw meat and you go grill it on the grill yourself. And, and of course, people can go down and uh, 
just get them a drink and stuff like that. And they had music going on all the time. And there was a, a dock where you could park your boat if you were out boating and you wanted to stop by and get something there. Um, but a coal barge the other morning last week crashed into it and sunk like a bunch of boats and part of the barge that was there holding the bar up and stuff like that sunk it. And, uh, I reckon they're going to build it back and all this different stuff, but it was like seven days a week, you know, running all the time. Um, but I reckon there's a lot of patrons and people from out of town even that come through and would visit it, you know, riding their motorcycles and whatever. Uh, it's pretty, pretty hot spot, uh, that people really like to go to. But uh, the Ludlow Bromley Yacht Club is what they called it. It's right down there between Ludlow and Bromley, so it's right right between those two little towns. Yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty wild. You're talking about that's a, you're talking about you go there and you grill your own meat uh, on some nights. That's not an everyday okay. thing. That's but, like a self checkout at Walmart. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I heard a guy go off on a ca- on a cashier tonight. Over, he was standing in line and waited. A, I was like, I was like, I have more stuff than I want to go through. If I got one or two things, I might go through the self checkout thing just yeah. to try to get through real quick. Right. But we had quite a bit of stuff. So we're one cash register. There's a guy. He's got him and his wife. They must have been going to have a party because he had he had like six big old twenty four. He's either going to have a party. Or he was going to the pawn shop to sell it back. <laughs> he had like six twenty-four packs of bush light. Oh man! And he had a buggy full of stuff, so they stood in line. And he started putting stuff up on the counter, and the lady said, "Oh, I'm closing." <laughs> wouldn't even, wouldn't even, wouldn't even, you know, let them run their stuff through. And he's, he's like, maybe you guys could afford some more cashiers if you wouldn't spend all that money on the self checkout, man. He's mad. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what they're doing. They're spending more money on the self-checkouts than paying people to actually do the job. <laughs> I think they're saving money instead of spending more money. That's silly. <laughs> that's a lot of bush light. He must have had a good week off or a big weekend ahead of him. <laughs> I seen that. I seen that he was wearing. A, he was the company. He worked for an electrical company. Yeah. So he makes pretty good money because I know the company he works for. I saw the name. Unless it was like, you know how people buy the old work clothes? Yeah. Back home? Yeah, yeah. Never worked a day in their life, but they got to. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, when you show up with reflective tape on your on your overalls and stuff like that, the Everybody ladies. thinks you got money. That's right. The ladies like that, man. How you doing, Dave? Oh, it's just a name tag on here. <laughs> My name's <laughs> Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what they, that was that was my nickname in the mind. <laughs> sure. Oh goodness! Uh, but anyway, this is just me and Booker rambling on. Uh, every once in a while, I like to throw out one of these episodes. It, it's fun to to chat with him. Uh, we don't get to talk as much as we used to since he moved. He's got a lot going on in his life. Uh, but it's great to get to talk to you, man. It's great to get to share a few few of our own thoughts and musings over the evening. It's good talking to you. Oh, yeah, man. I, I always appreciate getting to hear from you. I never know what I'm going to hear about. Yeah. I, I hate the fact that you, you quit working at the food stamp office back in Harlan County. Oh, that, that, that was some of the best stories. We should start That's a whole right. segment of you sharing oh. some of the old stories from the food stamp office. Oh, that my was... goodness. <laughs> Watch this six-month-old baby drink out of a 20-ounce Mountain Dew bottle. Or, or the 300-plus-pound or, or the uh, security guard doing a photo shoot with his shirt off out in the parking lot. 
That was a good one. The security guard of your building, too. That was nonetheless. That dude had his shirt off every day at lunchtime. That's what he did. His hour-long lunch break. I'd go there and talk to him. He'd be sitting in his 1998 Chevy Malibu shirt off. When it was getting a little bit, you could tell the weather because when it's getting a little bit chillier, he'd keep his wife beater on. <laughs> well, that's a good security guard to have because you know nobody wants to have him clobber him down and get it get all over him. <laughs> that's all right. I ain't gonna do nothing. You know what? I don't want him tackling me and hugging on me, holding me down. <laughs> He's. Uh, I liked it. A lot of, he got on people's nerves. I really liked him because yeah. he made things. He kept it well, interesting. Him, yeah, it, you know, he made the job fun. He always had something. There's always something good going on. <laughs> well, let, uh, me tell you, let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Go right ahead, man. We, we got nothing but time. We had an elevator in their building. Right. And uh, I heard a bunch of girls gagging because <laughs> somebody, somebody had peed in the elevator. Oh no! <laughs> and it's just a, it's just the building just had four floors. Yeah. <laughs> So you know, and it was like nasty pee. It wasn't like it. It wasn't to the point where oh, is that water? Is that pee? You could tell it's pee. It's you know they clearly need to drink more water. Yeah, it had a froth. Out. Had a froth to it. It was almost a tin of yeah, brown. Yeah, a real pungent yeah. odor. <laughs> but anyway, I started laughing, and every people kind of get upset because I was laughing because somebody peed the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> They said, "Why are you laughing?" I said, "This is what gets me out of bed in the morning." So you never know, you never know what's going to go on here. And I just live for these little moments of something crazy happening, something out of the ordinary. When it was ruining their week, like they just didn't know how anybody could be so awful. And you're like, "Man, this is what makes life worth living, right here." It's like, am I going to find a hypodermic needle next to the door? Bingo! You know, you knew it's going to be. <laughs> you should have made a bingo card with random things on it to say if you found it, you know, you gotta you gotta mark that one down. Three barefoot children. <laughs> Got that one, all right. Bingo. <laughs> food stamp bingo, food stamp bingo, I got it. A girl with her last six boyfriends' names tattooed on her neck. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys think we're joking. These are all true stories. <laughs> All right, that's going to about do it for time on us, I think. <laughs> if anybody can listen all the way through this, I appreciate it. Uh, but I feel like this was entertaining enough that you guys might get a little kick out of it on your way to work or uh, when you got a break and you're just looking for something to fill your ears. I hope we can do it for you. But uh, other than that, uh, remember, get out there, rate and review. Remember to uh, share things when we post it to the social media accounts so more people can be a part. But more than that... I appreciate you for being on the show with me, Booker. Yeah, you're welcome. And I forgot, baby, hold on to me. That's another good Eddie Money song. That one just popped in my head. <laughs> if you don't listen to this podcast, take some time listening to some Eddie Money. It's good. That, that'll be well worth it either way. <laughs> the soulful sounds of Edward Money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I reckon uh, that'll about do this for us, man. So I appreciate it. And uh, I'll talk at you next time. All right. Yes, <laughs> <laughs>